0: Hello everyone, it's Daniel again and welcome to another episode on the Let It Off Your Chest podcast. Today we have a guest, a very very important guest. <laughs> <laughs> we call him Tech YouTube's finest and um, I don't I know if you tech <laughs> how it's possible for you to see him but if you get a chance to see him you actually know why. Um, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome, oh yeah he has been on the podcast before, yes, June last year for the my friends want to share series, he was one of the one of my friends who shared. Emeka, welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you very much for having me. Yeah, yeah.
1: It's,
0: so Emeka has been like he wants to sh- he wants to talk. He's looking for someone to talk to, like interview him for like a while. And I'm like, okay, let's do this. So Emeka, yes, why haven't you started podcasting? Why haven't I started
1: podcasting? I've actually thought about it for a lot of times. I've been thinking about starting a podcast for like probably like a year plus. Yeah. Um, But I know about different factors that have made me not start podcasting. And one of them is I already create content for YouTube. And I'm trying to get to, a, am trying to build the YouTube in such a way that I can get to a point where I can then feed off of that um that grown community and audience oh. and then create a podcast afterwards because what i really don't want and what i'm trying to prevent is trying to juggle creating and looking growing an audience both on my youtube channel and as a podcast oh, so okay. that's a difficult thing you know having to juggle Ooh. hello okay so having to juggle um those two things at the same time is kind of difficult okay. um that's one and then two i haven't been able to yet decipher what exactly i want to do and whether i want to create a podcast on my own because okay. one of the problems i usually have and this is something that i struggled with when i was on your podcast last year was Having conversations with people is much easier for me than yeah, just owning absolutely. the mic and talking. <laughs> yeah, like when I just when you asked me to do that stuff and I just put on my mic, I went blank, like completely blank. I think it is the reverse for me. Like <laughs> it's it's very terrible for me. So, like and if I want to have a if I want to have a podcast with, like someone else, then you have yeah. to think of logistics. For exactly. instance, there's a very loud generator like beside us right now. <laughs> yeah. And we just have to do this because Daniel is going back to school soon. But like normally I wouldn't like the sound, like imagine editing a podcast for 45 minutes every week and you're hearing <laughs> Jen in the background, the other style. So all those type of logistics with two mm-hmm. people is also something I have to uh, think about. But I think the main thing for me is that first one. I yeah. don't want to be struggling building my YouTube and my podcast. So if everybody that's listening to this goes and follows me on YouTube yeah. and I get like 10K subscribers <laughs> or say, hey, hey, then I'll definitely start a podcast because I know that the podcast will just be like, the community on YouTube. This is it's, a longer form. Yeah. yeah, it won't be like I'm having to grow the
0: podcast from beginning from scratch. Yeah, yeah. So um, Emeka is a a very serious Chelsea fan, and <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to just have to ask this question because yeah, I'm going to be petty. What happened to Big Rom? First <laughs> of
1: all, I never wanted Big Rom to come. Uh, yes, <laughs> I was one of the people that said it's a very stupid guy because. Lukaku is too limiting. He, he would de- like I feel like Ronald, uh, Lukaku, Lukaku and Ronaldo and you're my fans, so I have to drag you into this. <laughs> R- Ronaldo and Lukaku are kind of the same type of player in the sense that they will give you goals, they will give you a lot of goals, but they will destroy your team in the sense that everybody in your team, once they see Lukaku or they see Ronaldo, the they know that okay, this person can score, so they start feeding him, feeding him, feeding him. Like last season, Chelsea had like how many different goal scorers and we we're fine, we won the Champions League. And we got to the final of the FA Cup. But this season, is like any game, just watch any game that Lukaku plays. You see mm. that 85%, 90% of the ball, they're just giving it to Lukaku, giving it to Lukaku. Like, seriously, <laughs> play with the other people on the field. <laughs> I'm tired. And then he went and did that stupid interview. <laughs> like, bro, are you shy? Like, oh ah. man. Like, after that interview, like, every Chelsea fan just hated him. And rightfully so. He's a very stupid person. He yeah, should come you, and be good. You
0: can't go and be saying that, see where you're still... <laughs> You are still with the club. Like he literally just came. And you're talking that type of nonsense. <laughs> ah man. Oh, no, See, my Chelsea, I think Chelsea is fine, but my mine... see yesterday's match. I don't want to talk about <laughs> 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 that match I just asked laugh. So I didn't watch the match. I, I was playing it on Google and then I saw Bruno score. So now I went to my FPL first. I'm like, wait, Ronaldo's not the lineup. <laughs> and he's like my only manual, my only Mario player on my FPL team. And he's not on the bench. I'm like, hey, so i want not vote feed off from Bruno's scoring at all. Self. So, and my sister has the gear in her team. I am like, ah, okay. At least he's making saves. Yeah. And I think, like, and I, I forgot about the match. So then later in the evening, I went to check and I saw two. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I think I started watching the game
1: at two 0 at that point, I thought it was that like, the game was already gone, so I was just like, "What oh, I was doing? And that was, and that was seventeen do. minutes
0: when I checked. Last, yeah. like, it was still se- zero. Yeah. And then
1: Gerard just put in Cotillo. <laughs> and then in nine minutes, gave an assist. Like five, ten minutes later, it scored. 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 And oh it was like, "I've ah. <laughs> <laughs> my brother asked me to buy Bruno on my FPO, and I told him no, and I bought Ronaldo instead, and I shed tears." My
0: okay. brother has been doing all, I'm all telling these years. You. Ah no 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 see I didn't have the right words to express how I feel yesterday because like so z- <laughs> <laughs>
1: And it's kind of like Zeli I I said with Lukaku like Bruno that was popping goals last season Ronaldo yeah. comes he has scored only yes. how many goals this season yesterday Ronaldo doesn't play Played he scores Bruno two goals scores two goals and that's the thing that's it's, the thing these well, guys score goals but they don't help the team
0: I don't know how I should say let this season do and finish because this is <laughs> it, it still far <laughs> still far then Champions League is going to come like before the end of the month. Ha! <laughs> we'll be fine. We'll be fine. Honestly. Definitely. So, uh, if if random and diversity was a person, that is that is you. You have literally gone round the ocean of diversity <laughs> and come back. You have done. Rap, you have done spoken word. You you play the guitar. You learn coding. Yeah. <laughs> you write. You do. You create content for YouTube. Now, at any points during that period, did it feel like you not sure of what you were doing? Was that the cause for you switching, or did you, at some point, get bored of that particular thing that you were doing? as that period i'm like okay let me, let's try something new what was it for you to make those because those switches were not just ordinary mm-hmm. switches they were like mighty stuff like from point eight like <laughs> f like <laughs> far away far mm-hmm. apart what 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 was the determining factor for you when making those switches um i think first of all uh I, I haven't even thought of the like until you mentioned it,
1: that's when I realized, oh wow, these are actually mighty shifts. But um okay, so for for a long time in my life, yeah, I felt like that was a problem. That was a huge, huge problem. That I could just not focus on one thing for a long period of time. Yeah. I just couldn't. Uh I would get bored. That was it. I would start something, I learned pretty quickly i would start something i'll learn i'll get to a certain point and i'm not the type of person that wants to be the best at anything i'm not a fan of being the best i'm just a fan of let me know enough to hold my own when we're having a conversation that's kind of like where i'm at in my head so i will learn it up until that point and before i can become a master at that thing i get bored of it so i look for something else And for a very long time, it it affected me in the sense of I felt like I was going to be a failure in life. Because everything you're taught about our society is, you know, go to school, learn this thing for four years, and then do it for the rest of your life. life until you retire. That's how life is meant to be. So here you are, somebody that is changing, literally switching career paths every two years. Like, how do you feel you're going to survive in the real world? And it was very scary for me until I saw one video. That changed my entire life. It was a TED Talk. And the woman was talking about um, a term called multi-potentialite. And she Mm. explained that there are people in this world who, like me, have multiple different passions. And I don't know, as I was just watching that video, I would send you the link to the video so you can put it in the show notes. Yeah. But as I was watching that video, it just felt like she was talking to me. And it was so funny because she also was somebody who grew up as a theater kid just like me played the guitar just like me and then yeah and then she switched careers into tech and then she switched back into sciences and i don't it just felt like she was talking directly to me and she explained something she said she first of all made me feel normal first of all she made me feel like i was not a failure and it's not that i just lacked focus it was like this was how i am and that was the first thing and the second thing she made me understand that oh there's actually a way you can be successful with this uh you know After that, um, she had a community for people, for multi-potentialites. And I got in. Luckily, it was on a scholarship because it was a paid community. And I got in. And I just saw different people like me. And I began to understand, okay, how to navigate the world, being interested in all these multiple different things at the same time. And how to just... Mm. And and one of the major things I picked from her was how to combine two different passions to create something new and fresh, which will make it less boring because you're you're it's two different things you get and that was how i found the career i'm doing right now which i'm not sure i'm going to do in 10 years (laughs) but that's what i do right now for the past two years since the beginning of 2020 i've been a youtube script writer so that joined my passion for youtube i watch a ton of youtube i love youtube and then me being a writer and joins both of them and it gives me a new thing you know to be able to do and yeah, but for a long time, I did battle with it until I found that video. That video is yeah. saved on my YouTube forever because of just how much it changed my perception about myself and what I was going through at that time. And yeah, right now, I know how to navigate. It's even same. if I have multiple different, like, ex things I like, basically. Yeah. I know how to navigate them. I know when to say okay, I'll pause this one even if I'm interested in it. And yeah. I'll focus on this one because
0: it's better those type of things. Because I know that even though I have not physically met a lot of people, but I know there are people who, in high school or in secondary school, as you know it's in Nigeria, were science students. Yeah. But then moving into tertiary institution, now realize that or even before even they go before they got to into tertiary institutions, they were like they did not really have that passion to sustain them in the sciences that maybe they could have. because me, for instance, I felt I feel like. I should have gone to arts. I'm not gonna lie because sometimes I'm like, what am I doing in this size? In this size that I'm in right now, safe. I mean, I should have been in arts, but they don't really know how to create that balance between already starting something and then following what they really want to do because they're like, ah, if because especially if you're an, you're you're an African, yeah, there's that. Um, fear of disappointing yourself, disappointing your the people who are close to your parents. You, because you're like, if I want to now switch, people are like, I don't know what I'm doing. After all these years, you know, want to do something else. Yeah. That kind of thing. That is a challenge that a lot of young people who have started out in a particular field are now along the line now realize that I'm not supposed to be doing this. <laughs> I'm supposed to be doing something else. Yeah. So creating that balance I think is something that needs to be talked about more and the issue of science science is only for smart people (laughs) should be born definitely should really really be born because yes I can be a science student but then I like I can want to just work with my hands I can be a scientist and want to write Mm -hmm. just like you I can be an art student but the idea of numbers Mm -hmm. fascinates me we should be able to allow this mix Mm -hmm. between science arts and commercial even though i feel that there are more diverse than these three that mix should should come should be more dominant in in our today's world definitely i made a video um
1: titled i'm 20 and i don't know what to do in my life and in that video i talked about the concept of making kids who are like when people are in gs3 they're like what 13 yeah, yeah. Like 12 13 and it's like how do you make a 13 year old decide what he wants to do for the rest, for the rest of, of his life. life it doesn't make any sense mm. i feel like our educational system is very very backward yeah. and there definitely needs to be a balance where instead of letting people choose oh science arts commercial there should mm. be a mix where you're doing a, a bunch of different stuff yeah. that would help you like balance out the knowledge because me personally. I think if I could go back I think I would still have been in science class because the world of research of science fascinates me yeah. but I think I would have lived I would have really really loved to do literature like you know understanding words understanding how to read books because I learned how to read books after I left secondary <laughs> school I feel like if I was doing literature I would have picked up reading books a lot earlier which would have helped yeah. me made everything easier so I just think a lot of things like that and then things like economics things like um finance yeah that they teach only commercial students i feel that that's silly because <laughs> at the end of the day all of us have to be good with I our finances know, yes. as adults so i just think i think that definitely the educational system is very backward yeah. uh, but i think for people who are in that position where they feel like they cannot switch or they feel like they are tied to something it's it's, it's difficult because for me personally, I would say my mom is a very chill person, very, very easygoing. So it was easy for me. And then what I it was easy for me to convince her that okay, here's what I want to do. And then the second thing is I told I gave myself the license to fail. Mm. So mm. before I went into NIT to go and learn how to code, I told myself that if coding doesn't work for me in the next three years, I would stop. No, 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 that sorry, that was before I switched to writing. Yeah. I was in NIT, but I wanted to switch to writing. But I knew that coding gave people money, like if you sit down and <laughs> actually learn it, there's money in it. So I told myself that if writing doesn't work for me in the next three years, I would count my losses, I would stop, I would go back to my mom's house. <laughs> Obviously, I live in my mom's house, so like, I will not have to think of food. And <laughs> I would, you know, buy data for three months, sit down in that house, learn how to code, go and get a coding job somewhere. Mm. and that was what I gave myself and just giving yourself that license to fail yeah. and just knowing that hey, if this doesn't work out I can try something else and not being scared of getting old Uh, even if I'm t- I, like at this point I haven't gone to school I don't plan on going to school but if I'm 25 and that changes and I say okay school is what is meant for me I will go to school when I'm 25 mm. and I think that's something that people just need to get out of their head there is no deadline for doing things in life you mm. can do it things at any point so if you have a parent who is understanding and you feel like there's something else that you want to try that you really think that can work and can bring money because money brings respect (laughs) (laughs) that's just the sad truth uh then go for it just don't be scared of failure and um yeah i think that's the main thing just don't be scared of failure yeah
0: is it that that mix of the three that you talked about earlier i think that's something my school is trying to do well, for only engineering students. <laughs> because, <laughs> honestly, because in 100 level, we did humanities. We did a bit of history. Well, it was not history, history, but yeah. if you look at the outline, it looked like history. And in 200 level, we did business principles. And the issue I have with these things, yes, <laughs> they're easy to read, they're easy to learn and pass. The issue I have is, why are we the only ones <laughs> suffering this mix? Why can't you? Because you won't see an art student doing, doing
1: engineering courses.
0: An engineering course. <laughs> it's not going to happen. You're not seeing an, an art student doing, say, chemistry practical. Why must we be the only ones who suffer this mix? Because, and the crazy thing about the mix is they now make it so compulsory that if you fail this mix, this borrowed elective courses, you now have to keep coming back to write it again. Wow. That's my issue. That's my issue. But that aside, the video you talked about, I think three of your vi- three videos that from your channel that are really, really sp- like while I was watching, I was like, whoa, this is me. Was um I'm 20. I don't the one on where you you, you talked about 20, then the one you talked about um not getting the numbers for your channel.
1: Yeah.
0: And then this last one on self-help, those three videos, like, while I was watching, I was like, "Ha, ah, Daddy, this is, this is you. <laughs> like, it was very, very relatable. I tried this self-help thing, because I know there are times where I've read books, and initially, you're reading books, you're getting all psyched up, and mm-hmm. ah, this thing, let me just read this book. <laughs> you're already jotting down things. Ah, I'm going to, if I do this, if I do this, if I do this, I'll blow. I think you now get towards the end of the book, and now the reality of the book now becomes clear in your mind. Yeah. This thing is not for you. It was You're not the target audience. At all. You're, you're not the target audience Atom. at all. And all that initial hype and ginger that you had when you started reading the book just dies. So or even if the, the ginger is even there to you finish, as you begin to now ponder on what you read, you're am like... <laughs> Nah, mm-hmm. this can't work here. Definitely. Because these people are white people. Yeah. <laughs> they're writing it with a white mentality. They're not writing it from the they're writing from what they can see around them. At the age of 60, 70, a white boy already has car, he's already mm-hmm. working multiple jobs, he's already in college. But in Nigeria, I think what the misconception people have is that as an African person. If at 16 you are still your mother's house, you are still collecting food, you are still collecting money for that you're a lazy person. (laughs) To an extent, I I don't know if I'll say I I agree, but I have an issue with that. Yeah. Because it is a it is what we grew up into. Mm -hmm. So growing up into something is very difficult for you to break out of. Mm -hmm. You have seen your siblings. In that situation, you have seen your uncles, you have seen your aunts, your fathers and mothers grew up in that situation. People in the same country with you, around your neighbors, they grew up in that bond of family. Mm-hmm. We are a family people. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for us to, even when we now say, okay, oh, I want to now live on my own, there's always that urge to return home Mm -hmm. that's why every december people will travel home Mm -hmm. because no matter how much you you want to say okay i'm big i'm i'm all grown you're an african you're an african you're a nigerian that that urge to to return that urge to be under the protection yes we might want to form all hard guy but that urge to have the protection of a parent over you to tell you Guy, don't do this, to you know, mm-hmm. is always there. So, how, how, do, that was the only question. Seth. How <laughs> do we, <laughs> I'm not, I don't think it's a narrative that I want to change, I don't think it's something that should change. But, how can we make people who are not part of this narrative, like Understand. the Europeans, the, the Westerners, how yeah. do we make them see that, okay, this is something? that we have grown into, yeah. you should accept us for that because their ideologies are being forced out of truth. We mm-hmm. accept a lot of stuff from them. Mm-hmm. So why can't they not accept or why can't we even accept the fact that this is how we are, this is how we have always been? Yeah. And I don't think it's something that is bad yeah. that you cannot say, okay, even though it has always been like this, it should be changed. How do we make... People get gets, accept us for who we are as we are. Yeah.
1: Um, I think uh, recently I watched a TED Talk Chimamanda's most popular TED Talk, um, "The Danger of a Single Story," and in that TED Talk she was explaining how Africa Africa has been defined by this one story of struggle of um, of barbarism of mm. corruption. You know how Africa is is defined with those one set of eyes that oh they're corrupt they're barbaric they're ancient people yeah and she mentioned how oh uh, she submitted her first book uh purple hibiscus yeah to her professor in her school in the um, in america yeah and the professor said the book wasn't african enough (laughs) because the people (laughs) in the book they had clean water in their house they had roofs over their (laughs) heads they they had cars and they were big people yeah like they were they were not they were not jungle men they yeah. were not suffering and, the, and so as a result the man said the book wasn't authentically wasn't wow. authentic yeah it was like it wasn't <laughs> authentically um it wasn't authentically african as so she, she explained that the danger with that is that um the world begins to see all of us through just that one single story and i think how we can combat that it's basically just telling our, our own version of the stories because yeah. if we leave them to tell the stories, they are going to destroy our self-esteem <laughs> by just saying what they actually want. So I think definitely that's why I made that video that self-help is not for Africans. Um, yeah. And I got a lot of feedback on that video from people, not just from Africa. For uh, I saw people from Brazil, people yeah. from India, you know, these other communities that are also um based upon familial values, yeah. based upon familial systems, and are also poverty stricken countries if we're being fair, yes. if we're being honest. And you know they could understand. I remember somebody from Brazil sent me a comment and was like, Yeah, like he totally understands that you watch a lot of YouTube videos and they're saying, oh just get this affordable gear. Just get <laughs> this affordable gear and then you convert it to your <laughs> currency. I, and I was I, like I what What are you saying? Do you understand? And I like, oh, you know, you you can just get this and just use it to start up. And I'm like, how the heck do I, like, where do you even get the money? Do you you get yeah? So I think the thing for us to do is just to keep telling our story authentically, tell the authentic African story. And I think that is really what I want to do with my channel, like moving forward. I want to tell authentic African stories, stories that I can relate to, stories that people around me can relate to. And yeah, Pretty much that's that's my that's what I think that we can do about it.
0: Yeah. So um coming into your workstation, I saw lots of gadgets. So do you prefer writing to typing? I prefer uh, I prefer typing.
1: Definitely prefer typing because virus hurt my hands after a while. <laughs> so I prefer, I prefer writing. Typing I on the keyboard. I prefer
0: writing, even like even if I'm sti- even if I'm going to type it. You write I would it rather first. write it like it flows it's easy it, the flow is easier when I'm holding a pen <laughs> like I can open my system and like I'm just but you know what I take pen and paper I just write even if it's like yeah a page I like I have to write it down I, I think ah, and the funny thing is I have a lot of books
1: <clears throat> I have a lot of books but I barely write in them <laughs> the only thing I write is like to-do list <laughs> Yeah, so I can, because I like the natural feeling of taking something off a paper. Yeah. But apart from that, nah, I use uh, Apple Notes, Google Keep. <laughs> I have all the Notes apps, Notion. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, def- I definitely prefer typing.
0: Uh, if do I, you like,
1: Do you like horror movies? I hate horror movies. Thank I you. I think horror movies make <laughs> no sense. Why would I Some download like something? Self-
0: to be scared it makes no sense like and then there's the medical nonsense that it helps your heart, make, <laughs> my heart as it is. living as a nigerian
1: my heart rate is already up every day i walk on the street thinking of police stopping me on the road that's my enough. heart rate is up that's it's enough, enough, horror. Exactly, it's <laughs> enough. living in nigeria enough. is enough horror i don't need ah. more it doesn't make any sense to that's me sit down and enjoy horror for two hours put movie just <laughs> to be scared why then do not say, oh, oh, it's not scary. Then why are you watching it? If the point of the movie
0: is to scare you and you are not scared, the movie is not good. Off it. And the point is that all horror movies have one direction. Yes. People die, there's plenty blood. Exactly. <laughs> How many things to watch? Wow, huh? we've well, we we done almost half an hour. <laughs> True, 10, 10 minutes. Huh. I was telling this boy that she will not do a two-part episode. I, I think that's the best ah uh, i think i've ex- exhausted my questions what else what else would you like to talk about ah uh, what else i
1: don't know um i think i think right now i don't think there's anything really i think we've, we've touched on everything we've touched yeah. on uh me being a multi potentialized. we've touched on youtube i really love youtube a lot i think um, you guys should definitely subscribe to my channel. Hashtag yep. self promotion. <laughs> uh, in the in the future, I'm going to do a video on how YouTube saved my life. Uh, it's in, it's an incredible, very emotional story. Uh, that I think, and I've already said part of it here. uh, okay. With me finding that video, I was in I was in a really really dark place before I found that video.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, I think just how YouTube saved my life and that's that's really what i want to say right now and i love love also i think that's another thing that we haven't talked about i love love if now you have you videos d- of couples send me now i think they're very cute pyjama videos
0: <laughs> you're a man of love
1: yeah yes i'm a man yeah. in, i'm a preacher of love
0: <laughs> <laughs> well it has been it has been nice having you on the podcast um, definitely Go to YouTube and search Emeka Ekuribe. I'll drop... I don't know if podcasts have clickable links because I know there are times I've dropped links and I'm not sure people have been able to click on them. So if you go on YouTube, just search Emeka Ekuribe. E-M-E-K-A-E-K-W-U-R-I-B-E. That is his YouTube channel. And you would see amazing stuff. Tech videos... I don't make tech videos again. Okay. Yeah. I, that's
1: another thing. I completely switched from tech <laughs> video. If you check my channel now, you won't see any tech video. I unlisted everything. Um, oh, so the there. You won't see it again. You won't see, it again. Oh, wow. you won't see any tech video there. And that was actually, I, I thought about it for a long time. And it was actually for two main reasons. Reason number one, I don't have the resources to make the kind of tech videos I would want to watch. Okay. Um, in the sense of, before you can make tech videos that actually make sense, first of all, you need to have money to buy all the latest gadgets. gadgets. And they need to arrive, they need to arrive before, before, markets. Exactly. Like, or at least as soon as his market. But because Nigeria is not a market that people care about. <laughs> and so, I have to order stuff from america and before it gets here it's like i think about like three weeks <laughs>
0: are so used if you check youtube
1: use. like thousands of videos are already there so it's difficult to get your voice heard yeah. and i hate i hate with passion infinix techno <laughs> um <laughs> <Yeah>. honestly so i never wanted to be in that <laughs> position where i had to make only videos of those type of phones because if you check most Nigerian tech youtubers, that's all they make videos about. Yeah. Techno if, and I never wanted to be in a position where I, because I, it wasn't making me happy. So and I don't like to do things if they don't make me happy. So
0: yeah,
1: I just thought about it and I said, okay, if I don't have the resources to make the kind of tech videos I want to make now, the kind of tech videos that will make me happy, um, why don't I do something else? And it's something I was I have done on my channel. Like if here and there sprinkles I'm like, okay, let me just focus on this. I have the stories that are inside me, I don't need to buy anything to tell yeah. these stories why don't i tell the stories and so i just i tried them out last year with those two videos um the i'm 20 and the one about hitting 1000 yes Uh, and i was like oh wow i i I really love the feedback the community was was what i was most was what i loved most about youtube when i started and that was what i saw so this year i was like okay i'm going to focus on those stories one video every week let's just do all of those stories let's pump it out and that's what I have chosen to do. So, if you go to my channel, you won't see any tech videos. I, I didn't delete them. So, if tomorrow I change back, they're still there. <laughs> but you won't see them because only me can see them because I unlisted okay. them. Okay. So,
0: so, what category does your channel fall under now? I don't even know. That's the funny thing. I think
1: I think I would say storytelling. Oh, that's the category on YouTube. I think, yeah. I think so. Okay. Uh, storytelling. Just um stuff about psychology, stuff about the human condition basically yeah. yeah let's say the african human condition <laughs> yeah i think that's it
0: but yeah i want to tell stories that are genuinely and uniquely african yeah um there you have it boys and girls uh emekai kuri Tech. okay youtube's finest yeah <laughs> <laughs> um thank you for for your time Thank you very Thank much you for having for, me. Yeah, it was, it was nice. It was, it was a wonderful conversation. I really enjoyed this 30, 30 minutes plus conversing with you. And you hear from me again, beautiful people. Ciao.